1: Team is all fucked up. Just let niggas know. I'm on break at the job right now. 1156 AM close to the PM. And I'm back with another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I got to fix this volume. Then again, I don't fuck it. So it's Monday. I'm at this job and um, at least the days has gone by somewhat fast. There is two more days after this to go through with these fucking hours that I can finally go back to two thirty to ten thirty, which ironically enough, I'm anxious just to for the school year to start. For people that don't know, I'm a custodian, right for the school year to start it's like a relief cause like all of the fucking running around and it's for like the most meaningless shit. Like it's nothing. It's, it's, it's literally, it's literally nothing important. All this small shit teachers come in, one thing's moved around and it's just like, you just do as you're told. You know, if you're a slave wage bloke, like myself, you kind of just have to get go along with the program. My old, uh, well, he's still currently my coworker. He's actually training the new lady today, and I'm um, I'm not really I'm not at liberty to say my opinion about it, but it, it's it's not it's not a good look this year. For me, I guess it it is what it is. It's business as usual, but like the person who's taking my old coworker's position, it's a lot of things that this person has to do throughout the day. Now, like I said, I come at 2.30 to 10.30. When I show up, I'm just cleaning shit. I'm cleaning the floors, things like that. I'm not um, responsible for the morning shit. So I couldn't teach her everything. So now this guy's here. Hopefully she learns the ropes. You know, it's going to take a while, but that's just with anything. You know what I mean? Hopefully she just doesn't, Decide that this shit sucks and she just walks out. Cause I've already said to myself, if these niggas try to get me to do the morning shift, I I I won't be able to do it. I just can't. So anyway, for all that being said, we're just gonna go off the top. Talk about a few things, like in relation to the red pill and the black pill, which people try to express the differences but there really isn't a difference to the actual pill it's the person like the harsh realities can be related to the red pill in which i give a good dosage of harsh realities black pill same exact thing there's different motives i think the red pill still tries to keep on it, it, it tries to hold on to that fantasy that you can be a better you which you can you can be a better you But what are you doing it for? Are you doing it for self-development or you're doing it for attention and appreciation from women? The black pill is like a fly that you cannot swat. You cannot you you can't catch this fly, but the fly is pestering. It's, It's around you. That reality is around you. And once you finally start to realize it there's a lot of stages right so with the red pill there's red pill rage and it's like the realization of everything that you've been taught by in a lot of a lot of cases mothers will tell you that you know if you are you if you are a gentleman you know so on and so forth those realities kick in i don't think it's based off of anything except our generation and our devices right so if this was like the 50s then the nice guys the nice guys would still lose, right? I listened to Howard Dare, shout out to Howard Dare, very well-known uh NickTow content creator. And he was talking about James Dean, uh the rebel without a cause dude, and how James Dean at that time was like one of the first personified bad boys. And what effect did that have on women at that time. So anybody who emulated James Dean or anybody who had a resemblance of James Dean had a opportunity because of pop culture and the things that influenced the women in terms of what they want versus what they probably need. Right. So that black pill is the reality, but depending on how you take it, a lot of guys will just say, well, I know the reality and, you know, the game is rigged. The jig is up. Game over. There's other guys who will say the same thing, but will focus on bettering themselves and their possibilities and their opportunities. So it divides. The red pill divides and the black pill divides. The red pill divides in self-development and pretty much PUA and dating coaches. The black pill divides and the idea of throwing in the towel in terms of what you were taught to believe, learning what is actually out there, and at the same time, balancing and bettering, bettering yourself along the way. The opposite end would just be nihilism. For the black pill, a good portion would be nihilist, which isn't the greatest way to go about things, but to each his own, I guess. You know what I mean? I'm through with the whole judgment and shit, it's really just based off of ignorance. If I judge, uh, incel or if I judge MGTOW in the past, it was due to my personal ignorance. And that, that, that a word that women hate accountability is something that as a man, you should already be taking accountability and what you do and take the responsibility and whatnot. So when you are, Going through that red pill rage. And that's that realization that, you know, everything that you've been taught, the Disney fairy tales, you know, being being fucking, you know, plugged into the matrix, which is essentially now our social media accounts and these apps. We realize as men that the personality and all that only gets you so far. It's the looks That is the first thing that a woman notices. And it's the same for men. I don't. I I personally learned to deal with that for what it is. And that stage of rage is really that acceptance of. If you are not at a certain level to a woman, you will not be available for that woman. And men who say, well, the red pill is just to cope. The red pill is just an excuse of not being able to get women. That's cool. You can believe that. I believed that at one one time because I considered myself super red pill, right? I considered myself, you know, very much so aware of the nature of women and understanding hypergamy and how that works. But throughout that time, I was always developing. I was learning different things. I'm not a one trick pony. I don't just stay on one side of the spectrum. So as I gotten more and more into the black pill way of thinking and the black pill in terms of the realities, it changed me in a positive and negative way because now I have the perspective of both sides. I will not choose a side. In fact, I don't align myself in particular with today's idea of red pill pua game dating coaches and all that shit my variation is to give my perspective on these pills right and like the black pill for a lot of guys is that omega stage it's the final stage it's it's when you finally know what you are dealing with and your decision making is based on your past experiences and, and, and generally where you want to go in life. You know, I, I didn't want to be in the position that I'm in. I just, I have just dealt with the cards that I was, I just, I just deal with the cards that that was dealt to me. And I try to make the best that I can with what I have. I've learned to be a little bit more grateful for what I have, but I always strive for better. And like a good portion of us, we spent a lot of our twenties just, you know, chasing tail, not chasing, um, opportunities for, for better money or better employment. You spent a good portion of your twenties. Like I did chasing women, you go, you're going to have to catch up. And that's pretty much what I've been doing for the past three or so years has just been catching up from you know, my 20s and just chasing tail and pretending that, you know, that's going to be the end all be all. A lot of guys are fortunate enough to wake up to the realities at an earlier age. I a to like just blunt. A lot of people, a lot of men are fortunate to learn about this at an early age. And they're able to make the necessary changes while they can before they're thirty. So by the time they're my age, they're settled down. They have shit going on and they have opportunity. Me, I'm a late bloomer. I'm a doomer turned late bloomer. And my, my mindset is generally still the same. I just learned to handle situations different. Things that I can't control, I've learned to not stress over them. Stoicism is important But at the same time I've came to that realization that You know you learn about love I think men learn about love at a very early age I think women truly learn about it later on in life And what women when they learn about it It's usually out of regret of not finding that person That actually gave a shit about them And what women do is they chase the thrill it's like whoever is the modern day James Dean is what they go for in a guy. You see what I'm saying? And as a man, you can you can go along with that self-development stage. But if it's primarily for women, you're not going to be satisfied at the end. One way or another, you're not going to be satisfied. And why do I say this? Well, it's a story that I've always said. When you're a guy who comes from nothing and never had women give you any attention, and you have to go out there, bust your ass, grind, get to somewhere in life, just to get a woman's attention, you'll realize that all of that was for nothing. Because you'll understand that a lot of these women are just materialistic, and they want you for what you got instead of who you are. It's, it's, it's the inevitable black pill reality. It's inevitable. Some guys... As I always talk about, they have better looks. So those guys don't have to do much effort to get women. But if you're average and below average, you have a hard you have a hard and tall mountain to climb. And it's not impossible to reach that mountaintop. You just have to figure out, is it worth going through all that just for a woman, or are you doing it to truly better yourself and put yourself in a better position? I think men have to learn to be more selfish. And I know that sounds terrible, but you have to look at it in terms from what a woman sees. When a woman sees a quote unquote nice guy, she doesn't see a guy who's a potential long term partner. She doesn't see a guy who's a potential um, a father of her children. She sees those guys as pushovers. These are the guys who she can take advantage of temporarily. These are these are guys who she can consider. Uh, uh, providers, but not providers in return for sex, just providers, because they know those women, I think know that there's a certain group of guy who will do everything that she says just, just on the hopes of possibilities of being with her for a lot of guys, it's just sex, but that's a, that's a very, actually it's not a lot of guys For a few guys, it's sex. Guys will do all these things just to try to get sex from a woman. Most guys, you know, they do all these things to get companionship, care and consideration from women. Um, It never works out. Women will, ironically enough, go for the guys who generally treat her like shit. Now, am I telling guys to treat women like shit? No. You have to figure a lot of this shit out on your own. I think when you've spent a good portion of your life being nice to women and they kind of just don't pay it any mind, they don't give a fuck, I think soon enough, a guy is going to come to terms with reality. Um, If you've ever liked a woman and a woman has ever used you and had sort of gave you indicators that she wanted to be with you, but you had to do certain things... The moment you stop doing those things, the attention goes away, which proves that the woman wasn't really there for you to begin with. It's for what you have. The same example can be used for a job, a career, a car, a house. If you lose these things, you're going to probably lose the woman. Um, that being said, the red pill would teach you the opposite in a sense of if you are better, women will treat you better. which kind of is true, but if you're better financially, she's only treating you good because she wants what you have. Um, genuine connection with man and woman, in my opinion, is lost. And I'm not just saying this because I've been out of a relationship for eight years. I've seen friends get married. I've seen friends in long-term relationships, and they all essentially end the same. Um, I would... In a perfect world, I would like to meet a woman and not even have to deal with social media. Where I don't have a social media, she doesn't have a social media. But I know that asking that, asking for something like that is almost impossible today. So guys, we hate dating apps. I don't know if women know this or not. I hate dating apps with a passion. I will stay single probably for the rest of my life because of dating apps. I don't want to put myself on a slave auction. I look at dating apps as a slave auction where a man has to put his resources, his riches, his best pictures, all of his friends. And then women don't do shit, but sit back and expect you to do things for her. You ask a woman if she can cook. It's an insult to a woman today, but for some reason, a woman just automatically asking you how much you make a year is somehow not a problem for us. It's a weird dynamic. It's weird. I think it's bullshit. I think the more and more I hear about things like this, the more a woman will ask me a question. Like I've already stated before, if a woman asks you how much you make for for a living, ask her what's her relationship with her father like. If she says, what's up with the personal question, you can say the same thing. As if the money I make, the money I work for, for myself, a question asked about how much I make is not personal, but me asking you your relationship with your what your father is. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. You know, dating, dating apps will essentially black pill you. Certain red pill content creators, when I noticed them sort of talk about more black pill shit at that time, I was very ignorant. And I just looked at black pill guys as just a bunch of whiners, which I don't look at them as that anymore. When I noticed a lot of black, I'm not going to mention any, any uh, content creators, but when I mentioned, when I said, when I've started to notice certain red pill content creators talk about things on a more black pill perspective, it hit me. Only a little. It wasn't until recent, like maybe two weeks ago, where it generally hit me. And if it wasn't for guys like Wheat Waffles and other dudes who are really telling you what's going on through statistics and through presentations rather than just talking. You'll generally start seeing and you will automatically start noticing a pattern where dating apps. Tinder, for example there would be seven i'll I'll give you I'll give you a, a roundabout or a, a, a ballpark estimate for every one girl there are seven guys trying to get with her for every one girl on tinder there are seven additional guys that are in her dms or that are that have swiped that are trying to be with her everything is so unbalanced that by nature we are in times of darwinism but it's always been darwinism in a lot of ways where the best jeans and the best looks will have the opportunity for um, the most attractive woman. I won't say the best relationships or marriages. I'm just saying the opportunity for that selection. Today, using dating apps, since you'll have seven, seven guys just on one woman alone, you can multiply that multiply that by how many ever you have. And there will always be six left out. Six left out out of seven because she will go one guy but then that one guy and then this this is even a deeper thought all right so on a dating app they match all right what now well i'll tell you from my observation a woman breaks down dating apps into two categories the dates right and the hookups now of course logically speaking as a man you would want to be on the side of the hookup because that means that a woman sees you as attractive, she sees you as appealing, she likes what you do or whatever, and she's pretty much going to sleep with you the first night. You may have one quote unquote date, but that's that's all you pretty much have. The dating aspect are the guys who are seen as quote unquote boyfriend material. Now, unfortunately, these guys who are seen as boyfriend material, they're not getting they're not getting pussy on the first night. They're being they're being told to take a woman out on several dates to impress her. And now you would have the woman who are on dating apps for only attention and validation to begin with. And what they'll do is they'll just take advantage of the dates. They'll call these men foodie calls, right? These these men are used for their resources and their values and nothing more. The man gets nothing at the end of the day, doesn't even get a kiss on the cheek, Right? So, the black, the red pill, the red pill will tell you well, as long as you look max, as long as you do what you gotta do, as long as you be a better you, you can find yourself in that 20%. Now, I'm not saying that's impossible, but it's definitely improbable. It's not impossible, it's improbable. The probability of you going from a fucking sub five, subhuman, a four with acne. Um, a speech impediment, um, any other fucking handicap, the fact that a guy can tell you that you can go from like a four or a three to a eight, nine and in the fucking 20% they're lying to you and see that, that became the red pill hustle for a lot of guys for these old washed up PUA's. Now the black pill way of looking at things is simple. Okay. Do you have good genetics? You do. You, you have decent genetics. Okay. You can look smacks. You can go to the gym. You can eat better, exercise. Right. And then you'll find yourself a couple notches up, maybe two notches. You can go from a three to a five. Simple. You can go from a five to a seven. You can go from a seven to a nine, et cetera. Telling somebody or telling anybody that they can go from where they're at to like that you can go from the 80% to the 20% is a utter fucking lie. And I think a lot of red pill guys, they force that down a lot of guys throats. So when they go out there and they do everything and they're grinding and they just still don't have an opportunity, they still don't get a match on Tinder. There's a the black pill. There's wheat waffles. There's coach black pill. There's black pill presentation and there's these other guys who are telling you what is actually going on. And most of these guys aren't selling you anything. This is why I respect a lot of guys within the black pill community or the black pill mindset, whatever it's considered. Because like I said, in the red pill, like I said, it's divided. I'd rather listen to a gym guy. I'd rather listen to, to a gym guy or i'd rather listen to a fucking multi-millionaire i'd rather listen to an andrew tate than a Rolo tomasi that's just my personal opinion why because i think rollo tomasi is great don't get me wrong his whole shit against sigma males not so great but it is what it is i'm not going to agree with anybody 100 but i think his time in the game or his time in the beginning was in a different era. You're talking twenty-two years, twenty-one years ago, when he was doing so swab forms and he was doing all this shit. Ironically, this is how I've learned about guys like Elliot Roger. Now, it's it just so happens that Elliot Roger was a big fan of a post called PUA Hate. Now, ironically enough, the PUAs would probably get just as much hatred from incels as from just standard uh, red pill, guys who are dealing with self-development, and guys who are black pill. It's all equal amounts of hate. And back then, Elliot Roger was doing posts talking about how PUA's was bullshit then. Very based, I have to say. For um, Elliot Roger, very based. For an autistic guy who ends up becoming a fucking maniac, he was very based with his judgment on um, pickup artists. In fact, one of the main things that I would have in common with a black pill content creator would be two things. Number one, the misconception of the wall. And I mentioned the wall a lot. And let me explain something. And this is for a lot of guys. This is going to be a harsh reality. A woman who's 32, quote unquote, washed up. And she must she might she might as well be washed up. She went through you know, tons of guys, party years, couldn't find a man. She can still find a man. It's just she doesn't want those men. She still has the opportunity. It's just she doesn't want the opportunity with those guys. You, as a man, in most cases, you, you won't have options. You won't have an opportunity, especially if you're going by social media, online dating. Forget about it. The wall is really a representation of how uh, Rolo Tomasi would say, Epiphanies, Epiphany phases. Now, there are several, in my opinion, when a woman hits her mid, I think it's the mid-20s, when things start, she really starts to question what she wants going forward. Does she want a family? Does she want a career? These are the epiphanies. Most women, single-handedly by the influences of society, will go for the career type. And, hey, look. I don't have a problem with it, personally. Just don't complain when you don't have nobody to be with at the end of it. A man's probably not going to be with you past 30, uh, 35 because of a geriatric pregnancy. You know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no possibility to start a family. Hey, you can freeze your eggs, but I think that's like 7 to 10 Gs. Good luck with that. Then you would have to find a guy... You would have to find a guy who wants a family, who's cool with the fact that you've frozen your eggs, and also cool with the fact that you are a career woman who's going to take care of the children. There's always an unbalanced dynamic because the the narrative, or not even the narrative, the gender roles have been completely flipped upside down. So a woman in the kitchen is immoral, but a man slaving day to day, going to work, doing what he has to do, that's not, right? Right? Uh, a woman taking care of the house is bad, but, you know, a man doing what he has to do, going to work, regardless of if he's going to be with a woman or not, is good. A woman now can be strong and independent, go to school, forget about a role that she has. She has a role. Of course, the woman by the reproductive value is way more important than a man. I've acknowledged this on numerous occasions. But for a woman to just say, well, not every woman is meant to be a mother, there's some cases that is true. But I do think that's a cope for a lot of women to just be problematic. Or if a woman goes to a point where she becomes ambitious and she out earns a man, she'll just say that a man can't meet up to what she wants when she's bitter and lonely. All that money in the world. But that's just the reality of shit. You understand? That's just like the black pill will, will always be present as like a fly you cannot swat. Cannot swat this fly. It's, it's pestering. It's bothering you. Once you begin to pay attention, then you can see like, oh, okay. You live by that blue pill life. And really, that's just by default. Blue pill would just be a representation of someone who's unaware of shit, right? It's not really an insult. It's pretty much ignorance. But then there's guys who choose to be ignorant, which is stupidity, in my opinion. And these guys will tell you, hey, just be yourself. And they're only listening to that because the women that they really wanted to be with that slowly rejected them or put them in the friend zone say the same shit. That's just like, it's, it's an ongoing cycle. Only guys, only, only, only a few of us broke the cycle, but there's consequences in doing that. You find a red pill that love shit that, that disappears, you know, outside of family and certain friends, you know, people that you actually bond with, but that love, you know, butterflies and all that shit, that, that disappears. Cause you kind of, you kind of know what it is, you know what it's all about it changes you as a man. For some men, it's good. For some men, not so much. The red pill is not for everybody. For normies, the black pill is for no one. A normie coming across the black pill would be like being a Christian your whole life and not realizing that a lot of these uh pastors are frauds. And a lot of these, and you finally realize it in one day. Like, oh yeah, this super church This guy, Creflo wants some more dollar. TD Snakes, Eddie Wrongs, Deadass. All all of them are fucking, are, are servants of Satan. They take advantage of a man's weakness. The same way a PUA does it. They're prosperity pimps. Just like a PUA. They're all prosperity pimps. They'll tell you that something will work. Only if you do it. Only if you believe it. Only if you give money. Only if you help the cause. You do all these things. Nothing happens for you. And then people are so brainwashed in those institutions, they'll believe that maybe they need to donate more to get more prosperity. And this becomes an easy thing, you know, tiding to the church involved helping the community, tiding to the church had nothing really to do with money in, in terms of like shekels and coins. It was your uh your services uh, being hospitable and things of that nature. It had nothing to do with money. The churches, they took an advantage of this and it became a cash grab. Now everybody's talking the same because they, they signed a 501c3. I know what the fuck I'm talking about, by the way. They all sign a 501 C three. So, you know, you don't hear black churches talk about black lives matter. You don't hear black ter- churches talk about what's really going on in the world. Cause they're all part of the fucking program. They're all a part of the matrix. Okay. I wanted to drop that off for y'all. Anyway, um, this is just something I'm doing short 34 minutes in. I'm going to tie this into what I'll be talking about later on, which I'm not sure what I'm going to be talking about right away. But when I do, I'll know, and you guys will know too. But it is almost 1230, so as I always say, it's the middle of another day. And I got four hours remaining until I can get the fuck out of here. So in the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with a short segment of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. But for now,
0: signing out. Peace.
2: We'll <laughs> be
1: Jersey Judah uh, back Monday. Um, it's 7:31, which is late for me. But I told myself I was gonna do something today, and boy do we have a show. Jersey Judah, another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. We got an article. We have an article that I will not be reading. This app will read it for me. I am lazy. Okay? Um, We have an article from the 28th of February, 2017, which was actually updated the 9th of September, 2021. Okay? And this article is from thenewstatesman.com. Thenewstatesman.com. And the article is called, Spitting Out the Red Pill, Former Misogynists Reveal How They Were radicalized. Wait, radicalized online, excuse me. Spitting Out the Red Pill, Former Misogynists Reveal How They Were Radicalized Online. So, we're, we're not going to waste time, man. We're going to get right into the fuckery because this is a... This is a long one, this is about 20 minutes. I was able to have the reader break down this into six parts, total of 20 minutes to 28 seconds. So without further ado, let's jump right into the article.
0: Spitting out the red pill. Former misogynists reveal how they were radicalized online subscribers of Reddit's most notoriously sexist subreddit explain what happens when you change your mind. Joao describes swallowing the red pill as a feeling greater than winning the lottery. Aged 17 and a self-described late bloomer virgin, he was growing apprehensive about going to college when he stumbled across online men's rights for- All
1: right, so what they're doing now, this is back 2017. They use the young example of age 17 finding the red pill. So, of course, women who come across this, they're going to automatically uh, vilify the red pill. You know, a late bloomer, 17. That's when I lost my virginity, 17. I didn't know anything about the red pill until I was every bit of uh, 27, 28. I wish I had, though, would have saved me a lot of BS. But, of course, they're going to use the youngsters. These are the targets. These are the audiences that we aim to corrupt the young teenage mind, right, to waking up out of the matrix, waking up out of the fuckery, out of the cuckery. All right. Waking up and saying no more, Mr. Nice Guy. right. But yo,
0: this, this is it, man. This is, this is going to be bad. ...forums that seem to hold all the answers. I believed in it so much, the now 24-year-old tells me via Skype from his home in Portugal. It was such a fantastic thing to me. Back then I used to say that I was so happy about finding out about the red pill and pick up artists that I would rather be with them than win the lottery. I don't know why I believed so deeply because it really makes no sense. Though João experienced two happy years with fellow red pillers, his opinions have now drastically changed. During the course of our half-hour conversation, he uses one word exactly 20 times, cult. The Red Pill is a Philosophy, and reddit.com slash r slash third pill is its home. The nearly 200,000 subscriber strong subreddit describes itself as a place for the discussion of sexual strategy in a culture increasingly lacking a positive identity for men. In itself, perhaps this doesn't sound too bad. In practice, to swallow the red pill is to accept the uncomfortable truth about reality. The phrase comes from 1999's hit film The Matrix, in which the protagonist Neo must choose between the red pill, which would allow him to escape the Matrix but see the real, darker world, and the blue pill, continued existence in his comfortable, but ultimately fake, life.
1: Also, I want to point out the movie uh, Matrix Resurrection, right? Neo's character is literally... um, I don't know where, like the the whole movie is confusing because he's actually taking blue pills to keep him from remembering what he had accomplished in whatever uh, planet or whatever he was in in that movie. Um, Things are going to get dark here because look, you got a female writing this article. You have... A base of women who will not acknowledge feminazis and their effect to women, but they will easily acknowledge the effects of MGTOW, red pill, and even black pill when it comes to dating. Because it has nothing to do with man, it has everything to do with his availability. If every guy says they're going their own way, or if guys are not participating in the dating slash hookup culture, in which I've said it before you're either dating or you're hooking up with women most guys want the latter you don't want to be held responsible you you don't want to be held responsible for taking a woman out on three or four dates especially if this woman that you're taking three or four dates out of she's she's getting her back blown out by three plus guys you know what I'm saying so this is going to get bad you know what I mean? It's going to talk about everything that you can imagine them tying this into. You already know the white supremacy, the cult. Now now it's a cult, which is very interesting, this idea. But I think like like PUAs and shit, like that's a cult. That's about it. PUAs? Cultish? Red Pill? Eh, I think the Red Pill is more divided than anything.
0: In our third pill's instance, the dark truths that the subreddit's subscribers have swallowed are these. Feminism is toxic, sexism is fake, men have it harder than women, and everything the media teaches about relationships is a lie. In reality, the argument goes, women don't want soft-centered men, chocolates. They want to be dominated, controlled, and manipulated. The most extreme red pillars even believe that women want to be raped. Wow. Rejection is not rejection.
1: Wow. Really? Is there any examples of this? You See how crazy this shit is? Like, and we're just at part one. This is broken down into six parts. So I should just let this keep going. But really? We're, we're raping bitches now? Like, is that what the red pill is? Like, is that code? Like, this shit
0: is crazy. Reads an extract from the subreddit's most popular post. When a woman insults you, belittles you, mocks you, or says something provocative to get a reaction, these are all examples of active tests. By following the subreddit's advice, its subscribers are promised a life of successful sexual encounters. If they ignore the red pill, they will undoubtedly be rejected, cheated on, and dumped. They have theories that are not easy to prove or disprove, they are based on beliefs like all women cheat. They like cheating and all women are not loyal, explains Joao. I've
1: never heard I've never heard any quote unquote red pill content creator, or even MGTOW for that matter, say something on the lines of all women cheat. I've never heard that shit. Now I I have heard all women are like that, but there's an extent to it. I think it's a balance where all women are capable. It's not like that. It's not like all women are like that, but all women are capable of it.
0: There's this whole conspiracy thing where women are against you. They are this imagined enemy, as well as there's a whole conspiracy that society is against men, that society is anti-male, so to speak, that liberals are fucking up society, that feminism is fucking up society. I believe... Is this false? Everything, everything. And if you didn't believe everything, if you go on Red Pill Reddit and you disagree with someone, they either delete your comments or they try to make fun of you and shame you. You can't criticize anything because people will quickly try to diminish you. So I really believed every little thing. Alright. Beliefs such as all women... Okay, let
1: me just stop there. So keep in mind, this is supposed to be with a guy who's 24 quote unquote gotten red pill at 17, which I always advise young men to never go your own way. Like you, there's, there's a point and there's, it's hard for me to explain, even though there's a part of me that wish that I was more informed at a younger age, it's best that I know now than know earlier. Because in a lot of ways, I needed to go through those relationships to understand why they're not important. See, it's very easy for women, especially, to see a guy who is pretty much destined and going his own way. And, you know, (coughs) excuse me, try to shame him. Try to belittle him. You know what I mean? Oh, well, you're just not capable of a for it. you're not capable of a strong woman and all this other bs like come on cut the nonsense but the decision to, that whole like red pill thing at 17 i find that kind of hard to believe but there's a pot it's a strong co- it's a it's a very strong possibility and of course it's probably from like the pua side of things so he learned uh, he learned how to pick up women and then all this other shit like this 2017 remember but this was updated uh 2021 keep that in mind we're going to part two of this right now
0: beliefs such as all women are evil and all women cheat or what are known as conspiracy stereotypes like traditional conspiracy theories they often rely on cherry-picked evidence The red pill in particular exploits evolutionary psychology to argue that women are wired to want men with a strong frame. Much of the subreddit's misogyny is justified by one of their favorite acronyms, awalt. All women are like that. There you go. The movement's use of evolutionary psychology convinced my rational mind that everything I read was a scientific fact suppressed by feminists, explains Jack, a British 24-year-old former Arthur pill subscriber. I began to see male victimhood throughout society, he tells me over Reddit's messaging service. It fed the confirmation biases that society was built around men catering to women in return for sex. Mike Wood, a lecturer at the University of Winchester and an expert on the psychology behind conspiracy theories, explains that people who believe in conspiracy stereotypes such as Ewalt tend to have what is known as a Manichaean worldview. They feel the world is divided into absolute good and absolute evil, and the people behind the conspiracies are of course the absolute evil ones, he says. Psychologists have a concept, entitativity, which describes the extent to which a group of people are perceived as a single entity. If you think that a group is entitative, it's like a swarm of bees or ants, Wood explains. They're not just a collection of individuals, they're actually that a single organism that moves with singular purpose. I think that's probably likely to be true for groups like the red pill, that look...
1: And feminism. (laughs) the hive mind, I like how she brought up bees, because a lot of these women do have the group think hive mind, they move in one. I think the reason why you see the split within the red pill is simple, because you have guys that are built on getting guys laid, and then you have another sector of guys um, getting men to build themselves, self-development. Um, I stand on the latter side, but because of that, I can't I can't go against everything that I've said. But what I can say is, from a person who's 17 years of age, if he decided to be, quote-unquote, red pill, I think by the time you're 24, you should probably have something going on, realistically. That's if that's even accurate. I doubt that that's even accurate. I've, I've yet... But then again, I've seen a lot of youngsters... Lot of youngins, um, your uh Herbert Johnsons of the world, you know, the ultimate Sigma male, the ultimate badass Sigma male, but that high school, I don't know, man. High school, high school is a tricky, uh. It's a tricky area to be at in life as an adolescent and to know about what is considered the red pill in high school. I mean, I can be honest and say that's a bit extreme, but fuck it. Times are extreme. But 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 by 24, you should have something. And I think it goes beyond it goes beyond the pills. The pills are essentially just a reminder. It's just a perspective. I, I've i always stated that when a person who considers himself red pill. Once he gets into a relationship with a woman or if he decides to get into a relationship, a long term relationship, he will become purple pill. That's just that's just the reality. I mean, he's still going to have the information that he has, but with growth and development, he'll he'll see certain things as reasonable and other things as not. Me personally, uh, the whole, you know, PUA business, to me, I don't think it's really helpful. But it, if it's considered the red pill, then, you know, I'll have my own little sector you can consider my shit burgundy pill, maroon pill, crimson pill, crimson capsule, a darker red. But yeah. It's it's ignorance. It's ignorance. It's now we are connected to white supremacy, we are connected to conspiracy theorists. Next is going to be flat earthers and, and anything else they can come up with.
0: And women and see just a flock of harpies. Subscribers' experiences in the real world can reinforce their misogynistic views. Trevor, a 34-year-old former Red Pillar, explains how the subreddit led him to towards more extreme views of women. (laughs) When I was 30, I broke up with a woman who was just not a very good person, he tells me over Skype. I broke up with her on the phone, 20, 30 minutes later she shows up to my apartment completely hysterical. I remember I had a large metal tin bowl with potatoes on the counter, which I was going to cook for dinner or something. And she grabs it, chucks the potatoes all through the apartment. Her shirt catches on a corner of a countertop and then she proceeds to tear the rest of it off like Hulk Hogan. When Trevor decided to call the police, it was he that ended up arrested. (laughs) I went from being in my home peacefully to being in a jail cell all because I'm a man and she's a woman. Yeah. Now that was a very immoral human being who I was dealing with. Certainly not all women are like that, but that's another brainwashing technique of the red pill. They say that all (laughs) women are the same. It kind of tricks you so you're agreeing about one thing and the next thing Uh, you know you're agreeing about all these other things.
1: I think most people just don't belong in the community. I think people can grasp certain things and leave certain things behind. You can listen to most content creators, agree with some things, disagree with others. I don't think it's like brainwashing. I, I honestly don't. I don't think it's brainwashing. But depending on the person, just like the pill, just like the an actual pill, everybody's going to have different effects from it. There'll be guys who will take the red pill and just stay on red pill rage. They'll stay in that position to where, you know, and most guys, I think, like, the red pill rage doesn't really go away. You you kind of just suppress it. You know, you find other ways to deal with it. I don't think most men who go, who have went through, like, bad breakups, bad relationships, they get over it. But I think um, it's still a thought. You know, I mean, it's still for a lot of guys who are introspective. It is still a learning experience.
0: These tricks aren't accidental, according to Joao in Portugal, who now firmly believes that the red pill is akin to a cult. (laughs) If you go to red pill and you say something that those guys don't really like, then they will just delete your comments or just say that you are a mangina or a feminist or a cuck. He told me they have this social (laughs) influence mechanism where they preemptively invalidate all criticism by criticizing people back. And it is typical of cults to do this. Other red pillars I spoke to also mentioned the threat of harassment. Joao also believes the red pill preys on those who are easily manipulated, be they young, nerdy, insecure, virgins or simp.
1: Now, I'll I'll agree partially with this but only from um, a pickup artist or a dating coach. I mean, honestly, that's all you're going to really get from them is them trying to sell you something. And, of course, they're going to go to the weakest. Not the weakest necessarily physically, but the weaker-minded. It's, it's the weak-minded individuals that they aim for. They sell these guys a dream. And yeah, I do believe that that aspect of the red pill, that is in in fact true.
0: Simply going through a difficult time in life. Most of the ex-red pillars I spoke to were teenagers when they became involved in the subreddit, and most say they were exceptionally lonely at the time. Wow. Callum, a 29-year-old from Western Pennsylvania, has a mild case of Asperger's syndrome and speculates that... A great many people on the red pill are likely on the spectrum. He became involved with the online men's rights forums at 19. So we got red pill,
1: cult, red pill, and now we are autistic. So now, first we're autistic. Well, now we're autistic. And we're also in a cult. Those who believe in the red pill and anything of that nature, it's a cult. And we are also autistic check though he and don't forget
0: had spent much of his time at school not caring about girls he became insecure when he started college i worried that i wasn't thin enough i wasn't tall enough i wasn't in doubt enough he tells me over reddit i started getting very bitter about relationships in general at no point was i ever actually angry or bitter towards women But I was frustrated with the established societal rules that men had to put on the show and be the best they could and that women got to pick and choose without trying much themselves, and I wasn't being picked. When I turned to the Red Pill subreddit I immediately felt like I figured it out. Like a cult, they give you a few obvious truths men should be more confident, work towards physical fitness, women aren't divine perfect beings to be worshipped but flawed people, etc. I definitely think that this enabled me to slide into accepting the more toxic beliefs of the subreddit. Anytime someone said something outright sexist or alarming, too much for me, others would interject and say that those are just being angry and we should let them vent. I believe that.
1: I believe that. You can't you can't have you can't have bitches on TikTok on social media, on YouTube, talking ill about men on a constant basis, right? And just expect men to just sit back and say nothing. Fuck that. If I love, I love venting, I would I would call it a rant, but then I figured it out that I wasn't ranting, I was actually venting, okay? I enjoy a rant though. I enjoy, um... Oreo men. I enjoy Kent TV, ranting about not getting pussy, ranting about these bitches. I, I understand it. I'm not in their situation, but I can understand where they're coming from. And plus, what, what other place could you have somebody like Tommy Lauren do an Instagram live talking about men are trash? Where else could you have um, A porn star, I think this was Mia Khalifa or Lana Rhodes, one of those bitches, that talked about men are extremely easy, says the porn star who gets paid to have loads shot in her face. See, you would really have to break this shit down, and, and we're already at part three, there's a minute and a half left with this one, I don't even know how much we got left, but we got a good amount left, now... Mentioning the cult again. They're staying on the cult side of things. They were talking about motherfuckers are autistic and the red pill now. So everything is getting mentioned. I just want to point all these things out as we go along.
0: Over the last year, the red pill subreddit has become a home for other hateful beliefs. A year ago, the alt-right's most vocal figurehead, Milo Yiannopoulos, did an AMA ask me anything on the sub. It is now commonly accepted that the alt-right recruited men from the red pill and attempted to radicalize them.
1: Now, this is where the bullshit comes in, the alt-right relationship to the red pill. Now, for a lot of people who understand politics, you'll know that the red pill is some sort of Republican code and some shit like they got They got their own shit over there. You have Candace Owens, who was considered red pill black at one time. There's a lot of code with that shit that I can't understand. Um, white supremacy and all this other shit. right. See, this is where it comes to the racism shit. So now we're cult, white supremacist and autistic.
0: In fact, the alt-right has become so conflated with the red pill that this month a brand new subreddit, the red pill right, had to be made. My focus with this new sub is to keep us from diluting the discussion of sexual strategy on our main sub, wrote its creator. But how has a place designed for discussions about sex and women become so radically political? That is the power of the ideology, explains Jack, the British red pillar it gives you a lens that brings out the most cynical explanation of social activities for a while it seemed as if a blindfold was lifted and i saw manipulation everywhere jack became involved with the red pill when he was 23 and had been single for a long time i was numb lonely and desperate he says <laughs> it was a terrible time in my life no j-
1: excuses 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 <coughs> You know what's interesting? I'm coughing off this weed, by the way. You know what's interesting about all these guys who are so-called ex-Red Pill guys? They've all sort of gathered traits from women. They have no accountability. They were brainwashed. They were taken over by the right wing. The alt-right took control of them. You know, I guess the autism was uh, contagious because they, in fact, became one of those individuals, I guess. See, I don't I don't understand this shit. This is just a big smear campaign.
0: Jack only spent two months on the subreddit. He quickly fell in with anti-feminist and libertarian rhetoric. An uncomfortable misogynistic streak grew within me, he says. At one point, I thought that Donald Trump was a good candidate for president. There you go.
1: Speaking of smear campaign, <laughs> keep in mind, this is 2017. Now, somehow, <clears throat> not only did his perspective of the red pill change, his perspective on women and politics have changed. This guy has been completely cucked the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Like, who who mentions this shit? And it's, it's, it's bringing up the cult, like I'm saying, another reminder. It's bringing up uh, allegations of red pillars being a cult, um, alt right, and then you have uh, autistic. Like, like, how low can you pretty much go from this point going forward?
0: Like many of the places we frequent online, the red pill has become an echo chamber. <clears throat> The psychologist I spoke to, Mike Wood, told me this can lead to people adopting more and more extreme views. If you're in some sort of a group that defines itself by its opinions, then people will get more and more polarized over time, he says. Individuals will try to conform to what the group mandates. This is true of not just the red pill, but its opponents. While radical feminists on Tumblr, for example, become more extreme in their views, situ is the subreddit. In many ways, the extremes of each group justify one another's existence in their minds. People within the group will try to get social approval from other members of the group, would continues. So they'll play to that standard that they're supposed to live up to. And then people will take it further because they reason. If I'm more extreme about this then I will get more approval, so the norms of the group shift over time. Jack's story aligns with this. Trump represented everything that the red pill told me to value at the time in a mainstream political candidate. Anti-PC, anti-feminist and social Darwinist policy, he says. Those aspects of Trump that he still found unpalatable, or racist, he accepted as, a price to pay for the other stuff.
1: And there you go, continuously, just, you know, all of a sudden, his opinions on Trump changed, like, and he was brainwashed politically, he was brainwashed socially. What a weak-minded man. How about that? What a fucking weak-minded wimp. You allowed a group of people to control the way that you think to that point? I don't know. I don't know about these people. This whole article seems fishy.
0: There exists another misogynistic subreddit, which is, in fact, deeper and darker than the red pill. Reddit.com slash r slash incels is a place for Mm -hmm. involuntary celibates, people who are struggling to lose their virginity to...
1: Now, so, um, as you guys know, the red pill is now tied into being cults, Autistic, alt-right, and virgins. So now, incels, of course, are tied into the red pill somehow. I don't understand this shit, man. Like, what the fuck is this?
0: Talk. In theory, once again, this is not terrible. In practice, however, the nearly 10,000 subscriber strong group breeds bitterness towards women and a hatred of chads, men who are romantically successful. Elliot Roger, the Santa Barbara student who killed six people in 2014, considered himself an insult. For Callum, the red pillar from Western Pennsylvania, this subreddit spoke more specifically to his own situation. The feelings of inferiority and utter hopelessness are indescribable and the worst things I have ever felt in my life, he says. I think that outsiders looking in just deem these people very bitter and angry and don't understand the long process it takes to get there. It takes a long and drawn out battle with yourself that those people have lost. It's listening to the voices in your head, telling you how shit you are, telling you that you will never be wanted, never be normal, all your friends and family are laughing at you behind your back at failing at the easy task of finding a girlfriend. You are a walking shame to your gender. Nothing you can do can overshadow such laughable inferiority. You are nothing. It is easy to see how the inferiority complex of incels and the superiority complex of red pillars both in turn breed hatred and contempt. However, some subscribers to the subreddits manage to avoid being radicalized. From those I spoke to, it seems this is more likely if they have pre-existing political beliefs or circumstances that contradict the theories of the group. Tim, a 22-year-old from New Zealand, believes that our incels didn't lead him to become a misogynist because he was already interested in progressive and feminist politics. He found the sub when he was 16, after growing frustrated with the advice on Red Pill and other sites. As a self-described, nerdy, young man, Tim felt anxious about how relationships worked. I'm not very good at following my nose in those sorts of situations, he says. I can't dance for instance, because I have no idea what specifically to do, so anything without a, rulebook, is pretty much impossible for me. I spent so long searching for my, Rulebook, until I realized that it doesn't exist, no one seems to have any clue what makes a relationship happen. It kinda drives you mad thinking like that, that you're the only person in the world who doesn't, get it? That's where places like our incels come in. Tim says that the fact he has always been friends with women might have meant he wasn't convinced by the group's misogyny. It's possible to accept that you'll be alone forever, and accept that you're very unhappy about that, without becoming hateful or misogynistic. But it seems like everyone kind of forgets that, he says. Lewis, a 19-year-old from Albany, New York, joined our incels aged 16, and does feel that it made him more bitter and misanthropic. You feel the world actively hates you, so you need to hate it back, he says. Nonetheless, he stopped frequenting the subreddit when, like the red pill, it began spreading extreme right-wing beliefs. The alt-right is how I broke from incels as the racism sort of woke me up to the reality of it, explains Lewis, who is black. Oh God. Each of the Redditors I spoke to has a different reason. Oh God, who is
1: black? They gotta mention that. Just to drive it home, like that alt-right, just remember, it's alt-right, it's bad. Black people who mention the red pill, you guys are white supremacists, okay? In fact, we can just say the whole entire movie, The Matrix is racist while we're at it.
0: and For leaving the red pill, Joao and Jack were both influenced by Mark Manson, author of Models, Attract Women Through Honesty. Most of what he talks about is the mindset to care for oneself and strive to improve. Hate is energy better spent finding and enjoying activities you love, says Jack, who also began reading about feminism. Joao says he left the red pill because he was attracting girls that were, emotionally damaged, and not, mentally healthy. He also felt like its advice didn't really work. I was going out to bars to talk to women, and I would have to talk with like literally like 100 girls just to pick up one. So the whole... PUAs.
1: Once again, red pill information from PUAs. There you have it.
0: Thing is a numbers game, a probability thing, he says. He now considers himself a feminist and has a fantastic <laughs> girlfriend. <who he> had. <laughs>
1: Oh god the Disney BS bro
0: has been with for nearly three years. Oh being cut. For Callum, it took a series of psychedelic trips to begin getting out of both the red pill and incels. The very idea of gender was alien to me when tripping hard enough, he says. When I ask him how he feels about women now, he says. I still hold on to the belief that women enjoy a major advantage in the dating world even though they suffer disadvantages in other parts of life. Nevertheless he now sees women as, scared, flawed, imperfect humans just like I am. Not everyone who has left the red pill, then, did so because of some feminist revelation. Trevor, the man who ended up in a police cell after a confrontation with his ex, still holds many of the subreddit's beliefs. Look, a lot of what they say is true, unfortunately, he says. So it isn't really a question. (laughs) So he can't, see, and this is the problem. There's only but a few
1: men who will say, yeah, a lot of things that they say are true. Now, what they're really saying is their way of going about saying it may be, Harsh. Look at Kevin Samuels. Rest in peace. Right. You have to be in a position to be able to go out there and hook up with women. You're not going to just have that opportunity like 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 the quote unquote Chads, the Pookies and Ray Ray's. You're not going to have that. Your best option is to better yourself. Look at the reality for what it is. And that's why, like, I would say the black pill would probably be a better option. Me, I found about, I found out about all this shit in my late twenties. So this wasn't, this wasn't no um. Later on, or uh, years, years after, no, this was not high school this was not college years this was this is my late 20s when i started really understanding and putting two and two together now i've learned i i've heard about as i always talked about MGTOW before the red pill but at that point i was still you know trying to find a relationship of some type at that moment which not realizing i was more Pretty much purple pill in the beginning because I wasn't willing to jump all the way in and fully accept everything for what it was. Now, it just so happens when I started accepting everything for what it was, I began talking about it because I was already podcasting with my uncle. And by the way, I have to give a rest in peace to Anthony. Um, I don't know what he uh, apparently somebody that I used to record with, somebody that I used to go to independent wrestling shows with along with my uncle, you know, they even, um, had a tag team match, a dark match and ECW in Philadelphia for people who are wrestling fans, um, passed away a couple days ago. If not, I think yesterday, actually. And when I was recording with my uncle doing the, uh, blacklisted, Podcast, which you can still find on Spotify and Stitcher, I believe. You know, he was a big part of that. So, gotta give a rest in peace shout out to him. But anyway, guys, guys don't have the access to hookup culture. They don't have access to hookup culture. They don't have that ability to show up on a dating app and get a bunch of swipes, get a bunch of messages. Certain guys breaking it down on a black pill perspective, they do not have the genetics. And if a guy who has good genetics is telling you that you just need to be confident, you know, politely tell these niggas to shut the fuck up because they're just forcing you that PUA red pill bullshit. This isn't, they're not giving you the raw, the real, and the red pill. They're giving you the PUA, red pill, light, you know what I mean? Dating coach, light, pill, you know what I mean? It's really garbage. If anything, you know, all these people and the guy who became a feminist, like, it's just, it's just a bunch of fucking jokes, man. This is just Bullshit
0: of I don't believe any of that anymore, it's just I don't believe it's useful to continuously expose myself to that sort of stuff. <laughs> Although Trevor says the red
1: <laughs> he took the blue pill, dude, that's what happened. I mean, and, and it fucks with him because that's what happens when you you participate in that reality. And it it can be an excuse of the people being toxic, the men being toxic. That's why you have a lot of these soy boys talking about Andrew Tate is toxic. And, you know, this is toxic masculinity that women talk about. They're using the same talking points, bickering like bitches. And and it it really proves nothing except the fact that they are the sensitive guys that they're trying to uh, make fun of and dismiss. That's what that breaks down to. So anything that goes forward, I think the red pill is something that I don't think it's long term. I think it's something temporary. The black pill is just that reality for what it is. The red pill has became, like I said, um, red pill light, a.k.a. PUA and dating coaches. Selling desperate men courses and um, pick up boot camp and all this other type of shenanigans and fuckery. It's fucking despicable.
0: Hill helped him to bet an unusually high number of women. He now desires deeper relationships and hopes one day to start a family. Trevor has only been out of the subreddit for a few months and it isn't apparent whether his views will slowly change. As it stands, however, he believes that our culture is breeding itself out of existence, that the red pill and feminism are equally toxic in contributing to this, and that women who sleep around are indirectly contributing to the depopulation of the white race. (laughs) I'm roommates with some Muslim people here, some Algerians, two girls and a guy, and these people take themselves more seriously, he says. They kind of understand the importance of the tribe and community and family. There is one red pill belief, however, that Trevor has completely shunned. One thing I do believe is you can show a little vulnerability to your significant other, he says. A little, a little. No one still active on the red pill would admit that they are simply lonely, young, or vulnerable. The group is exceptionally hostile to outsiders, and the toxic beliefs on the subreddit easily inspire revulsion and hatred on first sight. But we are perhaps as guilty of considering red pillars a complete entity as they are considering all women to be joined together in some evil mission. In reality, there are many complex stories behind the subreddit, with some ex-users even claiming that they were struggling to come to terms with the fact they were gay or trans. (laughs) <laughs> Every man on the red pill Has a different story Yo, However
1: They're going this far So now We have We have the red pill Alt-right Red pill autistic Red pill and a cult Right um, Red pill Closeted homosexuals Are men who want to be um, transformed. So this this is a pileup of all types of accusations. And it's funny because, ironically enough, they're pointing at the red pill for just coming up with theories and just ideas of nothing grounded, no evidence. And all this article pretty much did was just that. It's just that it's targeted against the misogynist alt-right, autistic, um, in-the-closet community of men. Of course, this article was written by a woman. And of course, these guys, I... I phew, just weak. Weak-minded, and just weak in general.
0: ...do have striking similarities. The main one is anger. Like the name of the subreddit itself, it is blazing red. We must understand the psychology behind the philosophy not to condone it, but to better tackle the poisonous spider slowly infecting those across the web.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. That was it, guys. That was it. There's a lot to take away from this. I, for one, could understand maybe 25 to 35% of what they're saying on on the fact that I pointed it out, that these guys who find a red pill, they find it from dating coaches and PUA's. They're not getting red. They're not getting solid dope. They're getting cut. PUA garbage. Use this tactic to pick up women BS. That's what they that's what they have considered the red pill, which is really red pill light. You know, what I mean, this is really like basic shit. And you got guys who are able to execute it well, fresh and fit. They execute it well. Bimbos, right? Basic, basic ass bimbos. And all they really do, just to point it out, all they genuinely do is bring on hoes, 304s, and bitches that can embarrass themselves. And these guys pretty much eat them alive with just logic but it's simple logic it's nothing mind-blowing but it's it's the formula some formulas are so basic but they work some formulas are just guaranteed to work that's why so many people try to emulate the fresh and fit that's why the kevin samuels rest in peace people try to emulate that as well the presentation, the way that things are addressed. That's why it's important to acknowledge the fact that they are right about the red pill becoming an echo chamber. This is why I've learned to step outside of just that one, it, it it can be one track minded because you are essentially separating yourself from uh blue pill, uh, purple pill, black pill. And then with me, I say, fuck it. Because realistically speaking, every person who's quote unquote red pill now, there was a point when they're when they were a blue pill. It's the high school it's like it's like it's like the way of looking at it when you're in high school, right? Why would you be a senior and pick on the freshman when you were a freshman at one time and you were possibly picked on by the seniors? You see what I mean? That's that's the mentality that I have towards it. Everything that I've talked about and I've mentioned in the last recording that I'm pretty much going to incorporate to this whole fiasco of an episode. Um, The idea that realistically speaking, you were at a weaker point in your life before finding whatever you found, whether it's the path of going your own way and, you know, being a better you, or it's that PUA red pill shit where you learn the way of just hooking up with bitches. And look, I if it works, then it works. But for most guys, you got like sub fives trying to, trying to learn PU, PUA. For what? Guys aren't taking care of themselves. Women look at them as repulsive. So what's the point of having that? You probably won't even be able to approach a woman. A woman will already start walking away. See that's the black pill aspect and then you look at dating, you look at dating apps, if you're looking at that as the end all be all then whew, good luck. Good fucking luck, man. But I can acknowledge that the red pill has become an echo chamber, but several places have became echo chambers. Uh MGTOW is I would say a well-oiled I would say MGTOW is well oiled when it comes to perspective, where it's not just one. It's like, you know, midtown monks. There's always there's the guys who talk about, you know, being more or less free agents, still going out there and trying to have fun with women, but no never cohabitate, never do things of that nature, don't believe in marriage, things of that sort. Family and the, the, the belief of starting a family is pretty much Defeated by the reality that the woman could, in fact, leave and take everything, including the child and including half of what you bring now. I have seen all these things take place. This isn't me being brainwashed like you're a typical guy. Plus, I wasn't 17, 18 when I began realizing this shit. I was in my late 20s. So it was almost dangerous It's almost like what Neo says before in The Matrix where, you know, he usually waits until someone's young to get the information because if they're too old, it may be too much for him or something of that nature. I believe that was in Matrix Reloaded because I've just watched everything except Revelation like yesterday and throughout the weekend. But I took the red pill, quote unquote, at a at a later time in my life so it benefited me but it also was too much it was too much at once you get the reality check you get those harsh realities that can draw that can bring a man to depression there's a lot of things that can take place because a man would realize that he's wasted all his time and effort in relationships where a guy does waste his money his resources and value in a woman in which things are never uh, set in stone, things are never guaranteed. You know what I mean? So when a man takes a loss, it's an emotional loss, it's a financial loss. Everything that he has invested into that woman goes to the next man that she will have. And if the relationship is toxic, quote unquote, she's going to take that baggage, that toxic baggage to the next man anyway. So nobody wins. (laughs) Nobody wins, okay? Okay get ready to wrap this shit up man i just figured i'd bring that article in you know just for old time's sake i haven't went over an article in a while so i figured i'd do so we're just about under an hour i did about over 30 minutes earlier so i think this will be about an hour and 25 or some shit i don't know but as i always say it's the end of another day eight twenty-four to be exact so in the meantime and in between time and until next time jersey judah with another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Final thought, though. Final thought. The red pill at this point, has it has been saturated. I wouldn't say infiltrated, because like a lot of the washed-up PUAs have all, always been around. This aspect of the red pill, where it's like even back like mystery days and shit like, there was always, like, you know, so suave, and there was always these articles and, like, picking up bitches. That was always a thing. Obviously, when women figure this shit out, if you're walking up to a bitch with your phone out, filming the reaction, you're, like, what are you, like, guys are going to take whatever they can from the red pill. and I And I suggest you not to get fully invested in it. Don't dive into it. The way that other people will tell you like, oh, yeah, overdose on red pills. Now, give that shit a break every once in a while. I mean, listen to something you enjoy. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, this shit becomes addicting. Because you hear countless stories of guys. And I think for a lot of us, we relate so much to it. It's like you can't. You can only ignore the truth for so long. You have to acknowledge it. Like I said before, the black pill is like a a fly you cannot swat. You know, that harsh reality is right in front of you, just buzzing around you. When you leave your house, it's there. When you go to work, it's there. When you lay down to go to sleep, it's there. You just have to embrace it as a man, especially a guy who's looking for that happiness and happily ever after. And you're just a guy who's essentially invisible to a woman. You have to acknowledge that in order to make the necessary changes. But initially, you, you'll you have to throw in the towel and you'll have to forget everything that you've been taught, that Disney fairytale, that Disney fantasy. Like I said, the happily ever after. You're going to have to leave all that shit behind in order to go forward. Whether you're a guy who just wants to get into things and get into a relationship and start a family or you become a bachelor. You become a guy who's pretty much used to where you stand. You have ways and things to uh, get by and um, occupy your mind, body and spirit. You're not just sitting around um, slouching. You're not just sitting around complaining. We all need um, we all need a place to vent. We all need a place to, to let it all out sometimes. And I personally believe that I think if you control that, it it separates you from the typical woman who rants and says things that she doesn't have any fucking control and idea of. And I'm not saying all women do that, but you know, a lot of women who get emotional and just out of pocket and a lot of feminized, a lot of feminized men do the same shit. But at the end of the day, You're going to take whatever you take from the red pill. If you take the red pill as a group of misogynists and that's what it is. I don't feel I don't feel responsible in telling you that it isn't, because even if I tell you, you're still going to have your opinion. You're still going to look at those guys who are pointed out. You know, what I mean, and you will relate that particular person to any person who believes in the red pill. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But like I said, all that being said, I'm putting this to bed. Signing out. Peace.